The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. You're welcome back to the show. Kieran Cuddy with you until seven o'clock. Jerry Gilroy uh, from Off the Ball with me. Club finals this weekend. Jerry, the culmination of the 2023 yeah club championships. It's a 13 month season. That's uh, much longer than that. Really, it rolls over and rolls over. It keeps rolling over. It's endless. And you feel a little bit of sympathy for the four teams involved because it looks like the weather on Sunday, there's going to be a mad storm. So instead yeah. of it being dry and clear, and I suspect Croke Park knows how to deal with the frost, it's going to be a 50 kilometre an hour wind, 50% chance of rain, howling, people huddled underneath and the most important games of the lives of the four teams involved yeah. being played out against the backdrop of... So it's look, it's a difficult one. The, we've all talked about the calendar endlessly. Yeah. Um, but they should be two two very good games, very well matched sides. I should say, O'Loughlin's from Kilkenny against St. Thomas's from Galway is the first match at half one. That's the hurling, and then yeah. the football is at half three. Uh, the Glen and St. Bridget's against St. Bridget's. Yeah. Um, you know, St. Bridget's of Roscommon have been All Ireland champions before. Glen haven't, but obviously have been involved in the controversy of last year when. Uh, Chemical Croaks had 16 slash 17 men on the field as they won the game at the very end and uh, they have the appearance of a team of destiny but then the weather comes and St. Bridget's are actually really good and mm. beating everybody that they've had to beat this year so that one's a toss up and the hurling I think is a bit of a toss up as well like um, people are making Thomas's favourites I think just on the basis of the fact that they beat Bally Gunner yeah. but like O'Loughlin Gales had to beat Bally Hale which you know so yeah. Um, if O'Loughlin's win, Kilkenny teams would have won the junior, intermediate and senior. A clean sweep. Clean sweep. A savage achievement according to Brian Cody who I was talking to about this the other day. All right. Name drop. Okay, very good. Um, a harbinger of greater successes to come later in the year or a distraction from when they should have been doing county training like those Limerick lads? Uh, possibly. I guess there was a few lads uh, uh, from the O'Loughlin's team who could and should be in with the Kilkenny team are, are busy and will be busy they hope celebrating um, as of uh, Sunday evening anyway we shall wait and see we're a week away from the start of the Allianz Senior Intercounty Leagues um, in football and then following week the hurling starts so the season is upon us yeah. and it's really telescoped you don't really get that much um, opportunity to try stuff out there's a couple of months where it doesn't really matter and then it starts to matter very quickly after that. So Yeah. Um, anyway, those those are the two big games on uh, this weekend on Sunday. They're both Sunday, aren't they? They're both yeah. Sunday. Uh, in Double Croke header. Park. Yeah. Double header, half one and half three. Uh, the hurling, then the football. Um, Jordan Henderson, is is he done deal with Ajax Officially at this the, stage? the press conference was this afternoon. Okay. He was there um, with, the, with his new manager. So he's gone from Saudi Arabia after a very brief sojourn there to Amsterdam. So um, what has happened? Why has he left Saudi Arabia? The Well, he hasn't yet spoken any great detail about how unsettled he was or how unsettled the family were there, but that was the subtext to everything. Okay. Um, and it'll be interesting to see exactly what he says. It looks on the face of it like one of the greatest public relations own goals from anybody in sport in a long period of time which is a bit harsh really because I get the impression that he's a good fella. Yeah, he you got the sense he was well regarded with the game. Made a terrible decision. Mm-hmm. And sometimes good people do bad things. And uh, like it's not and it, whatever you however you stand about his politics I'm a big fan of most of the, the things that he got involved with. You have to remember 
he kind of stepped forward as a leader off the field during COVID when the biggest clubs in world football were not going to pay their staff yeah. properly. And he rang around the other captains and said, we're going to stand up for the dinner ladies and the groundsmen and the kit washers at these clubs and make sure that they're not... Um, that they're going to get their full salaries. Yeah, you you got a sense he he had a he himself had a sense of social justice. And then what I wondered after the move to Saudi Arabia was announced was whether he just had good PR people around him at the time who said, you know, get out in front of this. Actually, there, you you make a really good name for yourself if you can be seen to be the face of the person who stands up for the the kit man. Yeah, I I, I can see how you would be cynical like that given the decision that's just been yes. made. Yes, or. Somebody gave him really bad advice about Saudi Arabia and said, listen, everybody's going to be doing this. You may as well be the one that cashes in first. Look at what happened in golf. Everybody did it eventually. John Ram took the cash. You could take the cash too. Yes. Take the cash. It's so much cash. And it was so much cash. You know, it was anything between 400 and 700 grand a week tax-free. <laughs> now, the British press have been absolutely obsessed with what his taxation situation is going to be in the aftermath of this. Yeah, that was one of the first headlines I saw, what his tax bill will be. It was all It was all that they were writing about all week. It was like, <laughs> and um, various people were getting tax experts to explain what his liabilities would be mm. based on the number of days that he was in England from the time that he signed the deal. And then it was reported that he hasn't got any money yet from Saudi Arabia, that he had deferred all the payments this year so that we roll into next year and he could build up his credits. I was like, wow, this is all, I mean, he's going to be paying tax on what he earned which is how most people, yeah. do you know what I mean? It's like, if he has to pay half the money, if he has to pay half of the tax, he still earned the other half, which is still more than he was earning. So it's, yeah. it was like one of those very strange uh, subplots to the whole thing. But yeah, look, now he's going to play for Ajax for a couple of seasons and uh, Jurgen Klopp has come out and strongly defended him and said, look, that was a decision that he made and now he's, he's back in European football, good for him. And there's a chance he makes the England squad for the Euros and there's a yeah. chance England do well in the Euros and there's a chance that... All will be forgotten and forgiven. Yeah, like it was, very, it was a very brief period of time. He did certainly lose his status as somebody who can express publicly a view on anything ever again. Yes. You know. All right. Uh, anyway, we'll wait and see if he can redeem himself and uh, uh, regain... His good name. Uh, speaking of names, uh, Porky Queeve. Will it always be Porky Queeve, sure to you? Or can you see yourself talking about the big Munster Championship game at Super Value Park on the banks of the Lee? Uh, we won't have that opportunity now, I think, because of the backlash this week. It's, it's going to be Super Value Porky Queeve, um, like FPD Semple Stadium, which I, I had forgotten. I think that with a lot of these naming rights things, uh, people get very angry about it. And then they tell you, it doesn't matter, I wouldn't have done it anyway. So I'm getting angry about something that has no material impact on me. I don't really understand that. You know, it's like, um, okay, you're, you're angry about the principle of something that you're then saying doesn't work. Again, I don't really see the logic in that. If there are brands that want to associate themselves with this sport and the sport needs loads of money to function yeah. and is in dire, dire financial straits, which... Cork GA is a situation it, that the yeah. current board have inherited. Yeah. Um, take the money, let the people call it what they want to call it. Like uh, Loads of things have popular local names. And I, I, I go back to the other point that I was making all week. No one really knew anything beyond the GA historians about 
who the man that the stadium was named after. Yeah, I had to Google it. The day the story broke, I Googled it. Yeah, so this week... Who is he? A lot of people know a lot more about it. Are we really paying any testimony to the lives of the people that we're trying to honour by naming stuff after them? Or is it just a handy box-ticking exercise that's like, great, we never have to think about this again? Yeah. You know? Is it really keeping the history alive by calling stands and stadiums after people? Maybe if there was an installation about who he was and you brought the kids on school tours and explained it, that might have some way of, like, we were going through it. Not that many people know most of the stadium's names. Uh, Croke Park, did you know much about the the guy Croke Park named after? It was named after a club in Kerry, wasn't it? Exactly. Hey! Um, I don't know, Nolan Park in Kenny, actually. I don't know who it's named for. I couldn't tell you. Walsh Park, Waterford, Waterford producer there. Mr. GEA, Steve, he's frantically Googling, yeah, actually. He go. shrugged his shoulders. He doesn't know who they're, it's They're generally for. bishops and priests who had money to give land to the local poor people so that they would come to church and give them whatever yeah. money they had. So, look, I don't know. I think that um, I'm not buying the we have to be wedded to these things. We can't move anything ever. Nothing can ever change. And I, I, I feel a lot of sympathy for the Cork uh, County executive who came up with this sold the dream to super value and now have to go back and say they'll get less money surely like, I mean, I, look I don't know I'm not privy to it but if you were a business executive in Musgraves uh, you would be saying uh, you know the deal that we had I yeah. mean if you're sticking in O'Queeve in the name besides super value the yeah. deal is worth 20% less and there's also been a sense Take that it maybe it. people aren't going to use the name in every day so yes. you know anyway Jer, uh, listen thank you very very much uh, we'll talk to you again at the same time next week Jer uh, Gilroy there the Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.